Hi guys, you're watching the Incorporated After Show, so stay tuned. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome everyone to the Incorporated After Show. We are reviewing Season 1, Episode 1, Vertical Mobility. I'm Adrian Snow. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Miss Adrian Snow. And here's the rest of my co-host. Go ahead and hey guys. So I'm, I'm just so excited. Yeah, I'm like, I ready to go. Do it. Yes, okay. Uh, my name is Carrie Lane. You can find me online at Carrie D. Lane. And we are live in the chat. So if you're watching this live, feel free to chat with us. Or if you're watching this later, comment down below. We want to know what you think about this episode. Yes. yes absolutely. Hey, guys. I'm Joel Monique. You can find me everywhere on the internet at Joel Monique and every week at BlackGirlNerds.com. Black Girl Nerds. I like that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right to the point. And the character is Jonah Hex, isn't it? Yes. It yes. Is. <laughs> Chris Howard. We were having a conversation beforehand. I just remembered. Uh, Chris Howard, reach me at Chris Howard Live on both Twitter and Instagram. And I'm excited about this show tonight. This is. Uh, Hell yeah. Yeah, this yes. is awesome. So, this is the first episode uh, ever of yes. Incorporated uh, by Ben Affleck and Matt Damon, which I have mixed feelings about, whatever. The we'll get into good. it if you want to. Yeah, let's uh, about that. So, first thoughts <laughs> on, the, on episode one. Uh, I really enjoyed it. Uh, as I've told my panelists before this, uh, but for you guys out there, I got to see it at Comic-Con, which was great, and it was a fun experience then, and I enjoyed watching it a second time. And uh, there were even new things I kind of picked up on or, like, looked at it a little bit differently. And I like, I love futuristic, post-apocalyptic, which this isn't quite post-apocalyptic, but it's, you know, not quite utopian future, so mm. it's fun. Mm. I like kind it. of, sort of. It's post, uh, what? Uh, post, it's famine, right? Is yeah, that, so it's uh, kind, kind of, of yeah. It's not global com- warming. It's post-global warming. Yes, yeah, not complete destruction, yeah. Yeah. though, but yes. Yeah, it, I like that uh, I was, we were talking about uh, the set design and the world they've kind of created, and I feel strongly that they get what a lot of people miss uh, in poverty, mm-hmm. which is like the innovative aspects that come from not mm-hmm. having anything. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so I really am excited to see how they go down that rabbit hole and watching the world kind of expand and... What is going on here? Craziness. Yeah. Madness. Madness. Yeah, it's not Sparta, though. So I, I like it. I was excited by the fact that uh, it was Ben and that it was uh, Matt that were doing this, that were mm-hmm. producing the thing. And I think they've done a really good job so far in terms of uh, capturing the future. I mean, you got to think of what's the budget for something like this. Ridiculous. And, uh, ridiculous, yeah. And they've, but, but they've also got a cap to it at some level if it's going to be on, on television. And so mm-hmm. it's like... I think they've done a really good job with the resources that they had. Money well spent, definitely. Yeah. Well, yeah, you know, pilots are always the most expensive episode. And then after that, they're kind of like, how can we make this just <laughs> for half the price? Uh, so I overall did enjoy the episode. I think I, I've watched it twice. And so on the second viewing, I was kind of like, okay, I have a better appreciation for this than I did the first viewing. Mm. The first viewing, I was kind of like, I, I get it. I feel like we're <laughs> at the beginning of this universe mm-hmm. uh, in 2016, but I, I wasn't completely sold. And so it was nice to kind of, if, if nothing else, I wanted to see like where it goes mm-hmm. from the first mm-hmm. episode, which is the point of a pilot. Yeah, I think they laid out the beginnings really well. You've got corporate espionage, which yeah. I'm a thousand percent there for. I love watching rich people screw each other over. Oh, um, it's amazing <laughs> entertainment. Uh, are you talking about on television or okay. in real life? Okay. Anywhere, uh, I anywhere I can, I can get watch it. it. Okay. Seriously. Anytime I can watch two rich people go head to head and like Hunger Games it out, I'm all about it. I watch. Uh, absolutely. If you've seen the Shut Up and Dance <laughs> episode of Black Mirror, it's like that, but with wealthy people. Yeah. Um, I, I like the, uh, uh, this idea of, like, if you guys have ever been to Brazil or just seen images of Brazil where you have these super elite, wealthy, mm-hmm. just just blocks from just 
poverty stricken people like it 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 exists like that and so to see accurate portrayals of that on television is really exciting and then to see uh kind of how it affects different people and when you get out there's survivor's remorse Mm -hmm. um so we're getting to explore a lot of those themes which i think is really exciting that's really insightful i was just gonna say because yeah that really is like that in the uh in the ghettos of brazil that it's so close Mm -hmm. and they yeah i like that they did a good job of making a realistic future i mean corporations already control so much Mm -hmm. so the idea of like Mm -hmm. let's just take it a step further okay global warming okay what if then like crops fail i like sci-fi where they take it in a logical way that you go oh yeah like it's a realistic future it's not totally like yeah. What? Or even things with the cars or even their tech that they do. We oh, yeah. already have some of that stuff um, yeah, starting I, now. Yeah. I mean, whenever I order food from my phone, I <laughs> press my thumb on the phone and it orders it. So, yeah. so we're very <laughs> futuristic. I, I don't have to type anything. I just like, oh, well, even the um, projection. Uh, so, in the part episode where the projection of the phone comes on her. Uh, palm area. Yeah. I've seen it where they uh, do it on your forearm. Right. Mm-hmm. Like there is a phone right now that has a projection thing that will be on your forearm and you could do stuff. I don't like that's, that. It's a logical nice step, but it's also, I think that's Ben and uh, Matt, they're throwing, it's it's almost a political statement about here. here's where we're headed. You think you know, go I, think that's, I think that's kind of why they, they bought onto the project. The writers, Ben uh, and uh, Matt, are corporations yes. take over, global warming. Yeah. Where are you going? I to? mean, Ben and Matt are savvy enough to understand when they they bought the concept. A, a great concept, right. a great writer. Yeah, I mean, the guys but, have Oscars for writing, so they do. So they understand concepts, but like they have an Oscar for, for Goodwill Hunting. And um, okay, here it comes. And, uh, incorporated <laughs> is a little bit more uh, uh, diverse than Goodwill <laughs> Hunting. What are you trying to say? Okay, well, if you guys, well, we, we we don't have to beat around the bush. If you guys yeah. have seen um, uh, Project Greenlight on HBO yes. and the absolute reading that Matt got. <laughs> He mansplains. Epic. Yeah. What happened? Oh, what happened? Hold on, hold on. What happened? I didn't I Okay, so Matt that. Damon is talking to, I cannot remember this woman's ago, right? name. I can't remember It was either. just Something last Brown. year. Oh, last yeah. year. Effie Brown. Effie Brown. Yeah. Effie Brown's black producer who's stunning. I interviewed her um, about a year and a half ago, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. she is a wonderful human being. And she was talking about, like, look, diversity in front of the camera is not enough. And he was like, no, of course it's enough. You, It's the visual that you're presenting, so that's mm-hmm. what's important. But... Diversity behind it, it can't be diverse if it's not diverse behind the camera and on screen. It's just impossible. Mm-hmm. You're Otherwise, you just have a diverse why would, cast. Why would he even enter into an argument like that? Because he's foolish and wealthy and white. <laughs> and, it's, and it's all on camera, too. It's that was the thing. Really? You can watch it. I remember it's watching it. Yeah. And you're like, so you like, him. And he's like, well, yeah. I feel like mm-hmm. I, the reason I didn't cut it is because I feel it was an important discussion to show. And I was like... Man, nah, man. Somebody was like, no, you can't cut it. HBO <laughs> <laughs> yeah, swooped in and said, this is where our drama is, and this is yeah. what will bring people yes. to the table to watch. Yeah. So, But it does, it does sound like a useful conversation. If, he, if really he was thinking that way, I mean, it's is it because he's a racist, or is it because no. he just well, I don't think it's a racist, no, but no. it's, no, 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 no. it's yeah. a place, it comes from a place of privilege. Yeah, not white people's no privilege, way. right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's just like totally unaware when he's talking when you watch it you're kind of like do you understand how you're coming I haven't seen it so I know but everybody makes mistakes and everybody's got you know I think anyone's disagreeing with that I think like the the main point that came across with uh, in in particular Matt Damon I don't know much about Ben but 
<laughs> judging, judging by what he produces as well, there is this kind of idea of like they don't reach any, and most people don't, and I understand it, but they don't reach any further than what they personally know in their own. Well, ben cast hunt. himself as an right. actual Mexican American in, in Argo, Argo so. who, then, so, who then cut off the whole slavery thing on that show, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, it, so there is that kind of. Anyways, this show is not about Let's Ben Affleck and Matt Damon. No, but it's, it's interesting. Well, no, we can talk about <laughs> it. Some of that yeah. Well, we can talk about it because we can see, like, hopefully, like, it looks like they've learned a little bit. They a little have, like, bit. I haven't gotten all into the directors yet of yeah. the next episode, so we'll see if they allow diversity behind the camera, which is yeah. where I think it's important. But it seems to me that they're taking, you know, uh, hints from previous lessons. They're not putting themselves in the foreground. They're just making mm-hmm. sure it's a good product. So hopefully they've learned from, you know, these past mistakes and are, you know, going to put that into the show. Yeah, and I think with... A, a the show in particular with, with Incorporated, there is that kind of play on, they haven't really touched on with this episode, yeah. of, of dealing with race. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's obvious to me that Ben slash Aaron is not a completely white man. Yeah. He yeah what is be, he anyway? Uh, the actor, Chantilla, is Venezuelan, Spanish, and ah. Welsh. Which, um, uh, side note on that, to speak of diversity, the directors are two brothers, Alex and David Pastor, Pastor uh, and they're uh, from Spain. So, so they are. They were at Comic Con. They're very cool too. And Sorry. that's something that's where it's kind of like, well, they are producers, but you know, yes. there's a lot that makes a show. Sci-fi is is trying to be more diverse. But, but, they didn't but I think, have that. but I think if but you're sci- reticent to accept that, or if you throw the you cast a judgment on them, it may slow them down rather right. than encouraging. I will them. continue Look, to so call good. them out until they make changes. Really, so that, being silent and hoping that they do it is not. No, but I don't mean being silent. I'm I just saying, hey, they're getting more and more diverse. Mm-hmm. Good job, guys. Keep it coming. Yeah, I mean, I watch all their shows, so they get my viewership, but I'm still going to call them out if I see some BS. Uh, (laughs) Zero silence for me. (laughs) Just to be clear, we're referring to sci-fi. Yeah. Yeah, so, go ahead. I was going to say, on that note, and a different one with sci-fi, I I appreciate that the sci-fi shows that have been coming out Mm -hmm. lately have been getting higher and higher quality as well. Oh, my God, Um, yes. Exactly. Oh, that's true. Some of them are just, like, they're absolutely stunning in the production Mm -hmm. value and just the look of it and what stories they're doing. And I've watched sci-fi. So like they must be getting life. better so funding. So I like it, and it's really good. And then, yeah, we've we've been watching other sci-fi shows, and I've been watching. Mm-hmm. I mainly cover sci-fi shows on After Buzz. Um, <laughs> their diversity has been increasing over the years, and something about this show that's great is, as we were looking at it, the main characters and the background mm-hmm. are a, a nice variety of what you kind of see in day-to-day life now. Mm-hmm. Um, but some of it is maybe a little more subtle, but it was nice to see other people that weren't just, like, cookie-cutter look all the same. Well, like, at the office yeah. space. So too. speaking on that, let's actually get into the actual episode. Yes. So we're introduced to Ben, mm-hmm. who is an executive for, oh my god, oh no, Sega? Sega. 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 Yep. Uh, and it's, we... Oops, sorry, that was me. Realized that the... I was like, what? <laughs> what happened? <laughs> uh, we realized that corporations have essentially taken over everything. They kind of run yes. everything now. They're the new they, monarchies. Not that they don't already do that right now. Yeah, I know, right? But, <laughs> like, but now it's gotten to a point where it's like, it's not. Well, they have corporate the, armies. Yeah, it's no longer in the background. Army. It's to yeah. the forefront that we understand that corporations run everything. Yep. And if you do not work for a corporation, then you essentially live in the slums, which are called the red zones. If you do mm-hmm. work for them, it's called the green zones. Mm-hmm. So not much is known about Ben, but we kind of have an idea that he has a secret at the start. 
And that he's married to a woman named Laura, who seems to have grown up within the green zone. Yeah. Uh, and just kind of touching off of that, just that kind of initial um, introduction to them where you see them in their house and you see that they have a maid, which is something that I picked up on very clearly that, like, there are people from the red zone being, like, Shipped driven in, in mm-hmm. to the green zone. To, they have this special little bracelet. They have a little bracelet. So how did you guys feel about that? that? Just that introduction of the two characters with their maid overall. I think even just, like, what they're having for breakfast sets us in this world, too. Yeah, real bacon. They're, like, real bacon. Oh, my goodness. And, oh, like, God, they're no. wealthy enough to have a maid. Um, but he, I like that he talks to her like a normal person. He's not like ignoring her. He's like, good morning. And how's it going? Mm -hmm. And, uh, but we don't really get much from her. So I'm curious more on like how she feels like, are the people in the red zone, like F you all the people in the green zone, or are they kind of like, cool, I got a job. And like, at Hmm. least this could maybe be upward mobility, but we don't know yet. Vertical mobility. Mm -hmm. Vertical mobility. What'd you think? Um... Yeah, she's a maid, and she was there, and, um, yeah, we, we still get much off from her. I did like yeah. the fact that, like, um... Well, just for, the overall opening of that scene where you see that they're in Milwaukee... Introducing us to the world. ...as, like, a global city. Right. Like, yeah. That's and the one that, you choose, it right? Definitely <laughs> it's November, little, and it's 82 degrees. It certainly so. makes you wonder how, uh, how bad things are outside yeah. of yes. this safe zone that they've mm-hmm. created for themselves. Mm-hmm. Um... And I like the I just the introduction of this couple um, because it's clear we're going to be starting off with like a partnership. Like mm-hmm. there's not even though they live in a world of class dynamics in their mm-hmm. house, they are on equal footing, and I'm excited to see where their relationship goes. They're Good cute. Point. Yeah, they do talk to each other more as equals, if not necessarily. They both work. They're both. N- neither one of them is like I'm better than you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I was like I I, I, I was kind of. Mm-hmm. Drinking in the technology, I was impressed by that. He walks in the room, the television mm-hmm. follows him. <laughs> I thought that was cool. Yes, you that know? was really cool. Just the little things, like those little things. I thought, okay, that's nice. And then until I saw the cars, and I thought, oh, the car looks okay. I'll, I'll it continue looked a little on the concepty. Yeah, it did. It looked exactly like a concept car, right? Yeah. You know, they rolled off the page. We but. still haven't figured out how self-driving cars are going to look. That's why everyone's like. This is how it might look. We don't know. I like the self-driving <laughs> drive or, or yeah. you know, take me take to work. Her. Okay, put yeah. on the news. That's, That's the way to travel. Like, that you is. can just get your makeup done in the car or yeah. take a nap before Do my you get to work. Like, there's <laughs> there's work. a lot of options in there on your commute. Yeah. And yeah. you get into the red zone and they're drinking. I'm like, everyone's going to be doing that. That's uh, what uh, everyone's going to do. The moment they're self-driving guys are like, well, now I can have a beer. Oh, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's happy hour somewhere. Or yeah. those... Or those uh, Little inhalers they had. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. So, blur. Blur. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Fancy. Oh. Sorry. Thank you, viewers. They said the company is Spiga, not mm. Siga. Spiga. 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 Yeah, I think thank it, you. Yeah. And then we have their... What's their competitor? Is uh, uh, That was the other one, too. Spiga yeah. and Nysaka or something like that. What's the competitor, if you guys know? Well, that was the army group It was thing. the competitor. It's the that competitor. Was yeah. competitor. They also... Uh, Ishigaya, I think. Oh, wow. Uh, it that, was, because uh, I was like, that's a, it's a very, uh, or Issa. I think it started Kaya. with an N. Mm, Maybe I'll figure it out. We're going to find out. Th- uh, leave let us a know. comment in the chat. Yeah, let yeah. us know. I just remember it's very Japanese. Yeah, it sounded Japanese. Yeah. 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 Uh, I like the red zone though. That was very Las Vegas on steroids, right? Mm-hmm. And see, they, I instantly the, thought of Thailand when I saw it, oh, especially with yeah. the boxing ring in the center. And, yeah, yeah. I, they, they do a really great uh, emergence of of different types of, I guess, what they uh, like slum 
Right. Mm-hmm. Yes. It was kind of Blade um, Runner-ish, too, you know? Yeah, yeah absolutely. Kind of Blade Runner feel with the, the projections and everything. Um, so we go into this oh. world and we see that <laughs> Dennis Habert, a.k.a. Mr. Allstate, uh, is a <laughs> <laughs> is a very uh, intimidating figure mm-hmm. in yes. Spiga. Yes. Uh, and I... Immediately was like, why don't you show me more Dennis Haber? Yes, I also <laughs> felt the same way. I, I was like, more. can he just be the show? Because, Dennis oh, my Haber. God, he's amazing to watch. Yeah. Uh, he's a good actor. No, he's stunning. Just yeah. Like, yeah. I believe everything he does. Like, there's never a moment where I'm like, eh, I'm not sure. Um, and then even, like, what's happening in that quiet room, I want to know. Yeah. Yes. Like, what goes on in the quiet Yeah, but they can only reveal everything it little by little, yeah. right? <laughs> a little by little. Yes. yes. So we do get the that starting shot of like someone's going into the quiet room, someone's in a bad thing. So we know that something's coming. But to go through that, we end up meeting uh, Julia Ramon's character Elizabeth, and she ends up being the mother of Laura, played by Allison Miller, who's mm-hmm. Ben's wife. Uh, and so that's kind of an interesting dynamic when you get into, I guess, nepotism. They play yes. with a lot of themes here. They play with nepotism. They play with classism. They play mm-hmm. with. They, they toy, they like delicately, delicately toy with uh, race, um, but they don't really touch upon it. Um, so, how did you guys feel about those overall themes? Just I, I'll say of, first, I like Julia Ormond. I, I think she's amazing actress. She's I love amazing everything. Yeah, she's stunningly yes. beautiful. Remember, did you guys watch uh, First Night with yeah. uh, Richard Gere? Mm-hmm. Loved her in that. I absolutely loved her in that. And uh, yeah, I, 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 so when I saw that she was on on this, I thought yeah. it was fantastic. I yeah. like the strong female corporate woman yeah. figure. Yeah, she's she's really cool. I believe she's in charge. When a, when a woman has a bob, she's in charge. Yeah, she's amazing. Power Seriously, bob. there's a power bob. Do you have bob. to have a bob to be in charge You as do a woman? not have to have a bob to be in charge as a woman, but a woman with a bob is making a statement that she is in charge. Um, and she's, girl. she's amazing and stunning, <laughs> and I love her. I thought the scene where she's like at the country club with her friend, and her friend receives the ear. The ear, yeah. Says a lot about where we they are as a class right. and a society. When she's like, I'm just going to yeah. let him stew for a bit. Which, again, if they you think don't about... They yeah, yeah. Well, it's like the kidnappings in Mexico, except for they have easy access to money and the ability to, you know, get him back. But she was like, nah. it's his own fault. He made his bed and now he's, he's got to lay in it. He's been sleeping with that woman in the red zone. Mm-hmm. Uh, now he's going to deal with it. Yeah, I, I think that's... Uh, the idea of like what we kind of view as as so nefarious now, kind mm-hmm. of being downplayed in the future. Because in the future, if you get your ear cut off, okay, well, no big deal. We'll mm-hmm. get your ear. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, you spray the stuff on you, right, and it mm-hmm. repairs spray everything. Yeah. I want that stuff. That, that would be pretty so good. Useful. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it would be very Cuts, bruises. useful. Yeah. Mm. It's interesting. It just Which is also something that there, um, there's now a spray, yeah, uh, yeah, where it coagulates blood if you have massive trauma. It's like liquid So that it can get you to a hospital to get, like, so you're not bleeding out on the way to the hospital. Oh, wow. And it's an actual spray. It's already been invented, mm-hmm. and they're just getting money enough to um, mass produce it. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't repair the skin and everything, so we're not quite there mm-hmm. yet. No, it doesn't. Yeah. It's not going to fully it heal you, you but bleeding. it will stop you from bleeding so that you can get to yeah. get, you get to help. the hospital and yeah. get help. Yeah. Uh, sorry, but we were, we were talking about just the whole themes of classism and yes. racism. Just in the introduction where you kind of see, well, like, the the plays or even yes. the, the fact that the Smithsonian uh, had to cater poor. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, what? Well, poor people don't go to museums. They're expensive. Yeah. And they're usually far away. Uh, so it makes a lot of sense. Or even uh, the hologram walls where it's like, you don't mm-hmm. have to look at the ugly things. Like, we'll create a beautiful oh, serene yeah. route for you to go to work even yeah. though you're surrounded by, by like, poverty. yeah. And I think that's something that kind of 
that kind of speaks to, I will say this, when I first watched this episode, I was like, oh, we are on the way. (laughs) Because um, whatever your political beliefs are, whatever your political beliefs, and I respect that, but please respect mine and do not give me crap about what I'm about to say. Um, (laughs) When you have a a president who doesn't believe in climate change coming into the office and it, it, there's very, it's very clear that climate change does exist. Like you feel it, even when, when or you know, ninety eight percent of scientists say it exists. So. And yeah, even when that's what I was going to say. Like even if you don't believe in in science, um, sorry, <laughs> your face was like, mm. <laughs> yeah, I don't even know. Even if you yes. don't believe in science, like you feel climate change. If you talk to somebody who was in the in their eighties, they will say, "I my own great cousin was like, yeah, when I moved to." California, it didn't, it wasn't like this. There wasn't humidity. It didn't stay hot for so long. Like, we had somewhat of a season. Like, it wasn't like, you know, Chicago. Uh, But there was a season. And so you, there's a noticeable difference in what's happening. So seeing a show that, like, definitely, directly addresses it that says, like, yeah, in November, on November 7th. This is where you're headed. It's 82 degrees in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, and P.S., this show is set in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. <laughs> like, <laughs> this is like, now a major metropolis this area. This is a major metropolis. Mm-hmm. Uh, th- that speaks a lot to where we are at in this in this current state. And I thought that was really interesting to, to actually see that showcase, especially with the current political climate. Yeah. Yes. Actually, I, I like another it. political climate thing, somebody in the chat room pointed out uh, on the news it had a border from the U.S. to Canada. Yep. Keeping yes, the Americans out of Canada. Million. Oh, yeah, that was funny. That's that just was <laughs> delightful. And that is very interesting with yeah. the climate right right now of American politics. Yeah. Uh, 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 all the Americans escaping to Canada. Yes. That's, yeah. That's classic. Uh, Toronto's a great city. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I would move there. Yeah. Either they're agreeing with you on the chat or talking about Twitter, but every, uh, another Person in the chat pointed out, I think they're referring to you, uh, Adrian, of everyone uh-huh, Twitter seems to agree with you. Yeah, the Trump future. Um, yes. But moving on. With the corporations on. Uh, yeah. But I think overall, it, like, it was, it, was, it was something that I wasn't expecting to see so soon, like to someone mm-hmm. for a show to target the, oh, sure, the right? things that they were targeting. And also with uh, the character of Ben, just when, as we get further into it, I was going to try and be more linear, but... Screw it. Okay. Um, <laughs> uh, he is somebody who's kind of playing both sides. He's somebody who yeah. does come from poverty. He's someone who's who's savvy enough. And we did talk about this about like when you are in poverty. Like I think a lot of times people in poverty are viewed as as less than or dumb. But it takes a particular level of savvy to survive when you're poor. That's called code switching. Code switching. And I'm, it's, again, it's an, a really exciting thing to see on screen, especially if you live that life where yeah. you're like in certain areas, I have to speak this way or dress this way. And it works for both sides so that I can just fit in, just so that I don't stick out, just so that I don't make myself a target. Code switching. Where'd, where'd, where'd you get that? Uh, code switching is a term that Something is described that a lot for of black when you. Know. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> as a black queer woman who grew up in yeah. an all white town, it's something I learned really young that you just. Uh, you readjust yourself for the people that surround you. I think it's a great term. I just didn't know where yeah. it came no, from. No, that's, that, that's legitimate. Yeah. Uh, there's a great podcast on NPR called Code Switching if you're interested more yeah. in this. And it's just about when you are in any kind of person and you enter a group where adapt. you're the other. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You have to change how you speak, how you dress, mm-hmm. um, how you address certain people, uh, just so that you're, you're not a target within that group. So that group. you survive, yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's common with uh, any 
group that has been in some way oppressed. So like even with, I was at a, went to a screening with a friend and I was talking to her as I talk now. And when I, when I asked for my ID, I was like, hi, how are you? <laughs> yes, thank you so much. Just right through here. And she was like, I was like, oh my God, I just code switched. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you don't think but about it's, it. It's just, uh, you don't think about how you need to maneuver. But in particular with, with this uh, television show, well, Laura yeah. points out so quickly, remember when they're at dinner, mm-hmm. and she's just like, you always have the charm turned mm-hmm. on. And then he's actually caught, because he's like, shit, yeah. how do you know? Yeah. What do you mean? And she's like, well, you're always so happy. And then he's like, okay, good. Because I'm it, lying to you this whole yes. time. It goes, it goes the other way, though, too, because if you get the green zoners that go to the red zone, they've got to adapt, too. If you don't, you're you're going to get eaten Excuse alive. Um, I, I will say this. When well, they get the go into and the kids on South the stoop. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They get their ass handed to is them. like, oh my god, who said this? <laughs> Mar- Marishala Ali said something about uh, cultural tourism, and mm-hmm. and that's what I feel like it is for people who go from the green zone into the red zone. Yeah, they're they're tourists of that life. They don't have to stay there. They don't have to live well, through it. They just have. And to- if they die on that side of the wall, the police slash military presence is going to be huge. Like, yeah. no harm is going to come from them from someone who lives over there because. Mm-hmm holy hell will rain down on right. you and your neighborhood. Exactly. <laughs> and it's not going to be pleasant. And I thought it was really cool we got to see the actor portray that in, like, as we see him, like, uh, dealing with the suits in within the bar. And then as he walks away, mm-hmm. his whole walk kind of shifts. It's yeah. this, this, I'm... Swagger. Yeah, a bit more? Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he gets a little more swagger and he... And even as he approaches the kids on the stoop, yeah. he's like, this isn't so my this blood. So this is who this I really am. Yeah, yeah, this is yeah. where I live, yeah. It's yeah. a kind of showcasing of, like, I am not... I'm not what, what you, you see. Think. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Like I, I, I appeared this way, but yeah. Deep see the down, blood on my sleeve. I'm, that's not mine. Yeah. yeah that's uh, <laughs> because that's the thing. Like when when the green zone people, when the people from Speak Out enter that that environment, nobody's going to threaten them. Yeah. But they're not going to. Yeah. I suppose. Well, so. except other green zone people. Except other yeah. green zone people. Yeah. But the people in the red zone. Probably like, not. There's, there's, they have so much more to lose mm. by they do, attacking yes. a If you relate person. it to the reality of now, like you throw somebody in the inner city streets at, at midnight mm-hmm. at the wrong time of night in the mm-hmm. wrong part of town, and they're going to get their ass handed to them. No. I don't, no. You don't think no. so? I'm from Chicago, and yeah, I promise you, well. my white friends <laughs> can walk around the south side of Chicago, and they're going to be fine. Like, you're the deep, the they're deep parts. Be, they're going to feel afraid. They're going to feel afraid so because good. you're going to get a lot of common looks like, why are you in my neighborhood? What are you doing here? Someone might even speak aggressively to you. But no one will physically attack you or hurt you because, again, you don't, you don't want the cops. Like, there's no reason there's to call so that kind of attention weight. to your neighborhood. There's yeah. no reason for you to now, go through that dragon. If you are somebody who lives in the neighborhood, you're probably going to get robbed. <laughs> like, because <laughs> you live in the neighborhood yep. and they know you're not going to call nobody. But if, you, if you're <laughs> just there. You just code switched it. Uh, or what yeah. is it? Code shift or code, code switch? switch. You yeah. just but did yeah. it. You're probably going to get robbed. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, it, it, that's, uh, that is true that if you're if – you're, Going into the inner city, I don't even know what that means anymore because like, no, the inner city of Chicago up, is like Gold Coast. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. If you were to look at the city and the most central parts, the inner that's, part of it, that's the Gold Coast downtown. Wow. Yeah. It's a nice area. It's like everything else is on the perimeter. On the so the suburbs are the slums. No, not even. And again, like it. Mm. The underfunded areas just happen to not be in the center. Right. Uh, we have a mayor sense, right yeah. now who's like, you know, what we need is a third park downtown. For what? <laughs> I just, you don't. You <laughs> don't. That's why I stopped reading the news in Chicago. It's but, smart. It's healthy. <laughs> um, 
<laughs> so, but just going back to that right. that whole idea of of how the green zone views the red zone versus how the red zone actually is. You know, there is that kind of. Uh, well, I well, guess one thing that stuck out for me, sorry, but yeah. as a kind of like a like a weird thing, it was just like this whole idea of the kidnappings. Not to say that they don't happen, and not to say that it can't happen, but I thought that was an interesting thing to put in the first episode. That like this is something that the Green Zone people deal but with. But did you happen to notice a moment uh, the when we see um, the wife whose name I cannot remember? Laura. It, yeah, Laura. Mm-hmm. In Laura's weird flashback things, mm-hmm. yeah. she's always holding her ear. And the only, we have the Van Gogh painting with the ear, mm-hmm. and then we have uh, the man who was well, kidnapped with the ear. Well, it's an easy thing to cut off and probably put back. Exactly. So mm-hmm. I feel bones. like the only reason that's there is because that's probably what happened to Laura. We have these, yeah. you know. Well, her mom said that. She's like, when you were an adult, I had I a, got a body sent back. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I know she, yeah. she got kidnapped. But um, I thought that was just an interesting thing to do with the red zone because it – it kind of immediately. Well, it makes sense for corporations, though. Yeah, no, but what I'm saying is that it immediately kind of gives the red zone a kind of uh, Violent? villainy to it. Oh, that sure. I don't know if if that's necessarily what even outside it, it could of Ben's be. own story, oh, okay. right. it gives it this weird kind of like darkness and villainy to it that. I'm kind of like. Well, do you maybe need it's to not do that everybody. It's like. Well, I it could be other green zoners kidnap people though too. You know. Well, it could be that, but also, I mean, well, the green zone has a get... quiet room. Like the world is just yeah. a violent it's place just, where it's hard true. to survive yeah. now. Like yeah. the survive, like I mean, poverty true, looks yeah. ugly, and the wealth looks nice, but it's clear like no one is safe. Like yeah. this yeah. guy right. got fired from his job. Like fired pretty much means you die. Exactly, and and it's not just him. Like. All of a sudden, uh, uh, Laura is like, "But what about his family?" So, what happens to the families if they, you get yeah. fired? Like, well, no, because you're under what, corporate well, protection. Well, I think it's more they have no money <laughs> now, and like I don't know. Get to the red zone. I mean, maybe I because they don't have a job. Yeah. Well, we don't know what the wife does, or we don't even know what the family. That's true. In That's the true. Yeah. 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 All I'm um, saying, what are you going to say? I was going to go back to um, the boss man in the red zone. I feel he would probably do anything to a green zone person and not. Care. Oh yeah, that's true. That guy. He's a bad guy. Because he was a cool character that he we haven't touched on at all. In the first shot, and I was like, this is some hippy dippy crap right ah! here. This guy, <laughs> he's supposed to be the big bat, and he's eating a tomato. I get it. Also, I get it. Right, but it's no, the global like, warming. Real it's the, yeah. But, but again, when you have that many guards and that many people doing your bu- busy work, dirty work for yeah. you, yeah. you have to wonder, like, how tough is that guy really? Like, maybe he is king of the streets. We don't know yet. Well, all but all those tats, I'd hope so. I think yeah. it's a lot easier <laughs> if you're in an. Oh, man, this is super political. If, if you're in an oppressive state to, to hold down. Other oppressive people than to attack green zoners. I believe, no, but I meant like if he that might be a situation where he's going to come in contact with more of them. Probably just Ben, but I mean that's kind of getting predictiony. But um, just speaking of what red zone or green zone would do, he'd be someone I would think who would not care as much. He's kind of a cri- like he he's would, a crime boss. Yeah. you know, he's just right, which means you have not to interact with these people be, and have good business relationships. Yeah, exactly. You can't be just kidnapping people off the street yeah. like that. Guy's my my early prediction for this guy is that he's wicked smart um, yes, yes. and maybe not as tough as we perceive him to be. Yeah, I think maybe. he's organized people around him so that he can elevate a, himself. I think he wouldn't hesitate to kidnap, though, for money. He's a Trump. He's not I don't think he's... <laughs> but to me, that's desperate. When you're kidnapping for money, that's yeah. a desperate act. That's, I really need cash. That's, uh, yeah. Or, or it's uh, organized crime desperate for cash. Yeah. Uh, but think, this guy but seems looks, comfortable. He's savvy. 
Yeah, he's comfortable. comfortable, but he's he's talking. He wants well, to he beat runs up the like kid. The black market. Yeah, for the black market, he wants to. The he, he's going to beat up the kid for the tobacco because it's going to cut into his profits. Mm-hmm. So yeah. he's, I, I think he's an organized crime figure. That's, I think yeah. he fits yeah, into that maybe. category. I don't see it for him, but I hear where you're coming from. <laughs> I like. I don't it. think he's the type to kidnap. I think it's more like I want to, you know, I want to uh, get the people that are are vulnerable. He's somebody mm-hmm. that attacks the vulnerable, not yeah. somebody that. Well, it's easier to be a boss of them than try to go too much higher. Exactly. Yep. Um, So, but just to to go a little bit further into the episode. So we discover that Ben is from the Red Zone. And he's... His name's actually Aaron. His name's Aaron. (laughs) And he's finagled his way into uh, the Green Zone with the help of another guy whose name we don't quite have, but let's just call him Hendrick because that's what it is. Uh, The Sandwich Man. (laughs) And there's a woman, because there's always a woman. There's always another woman. Always a beautiful girl. Uh, A beautiful woman uh, who's been... Basically sold into sex slavery, which can I say? Say you it. Can. I want to hear that. Ah. The fact that sex slavery is still a thing in 2074, <laughs> I was like, come on, it's guys. the oldest well, profession, and it will not die. But then yeah. It should be legal. Women should be having a business and a profit. But then you take away no, the man's power over the woman exactly. and then you make it less sexy for them. Yeah, and if Julia so Armand <laughs> can <laughs> run Speak Up, then a woman can run her sex. We'll have to but see I think, how she but runs When you it, think though. about it, Julia Armand's the one that's running the sex thing. If she runs it, she's that's running true. the sex she thing. Because they did say the corporate executive club yeah. that she's I'll going take to. take it as long as the women want to be there. But it's never the so case. No, it no, it looks like, that's no. not sex slavery, though. Yeah, no, that's what <laughs> I'm saying. I said, I that's didn't say sex slavery. Yeah, I said yeah. sex business. Yeah. Like, yeah. The fact yeah. that sex slavery is still a thing in 2074 is kind of It's just that the but corporations are banking it. Yeah. Anywho. Anywho. Uh, <laughs> on that note. So uh, he ends up deciding that he needs to fast forward his plan, get to the 40th floor so he can go and get this woman. Mm. Which kind of ignites this whole thing with him and Chad, and he ends up, oh god, getting oh. poor little Chad drunk in the in the Southgate <gasps> red zone. I actually kind of feel bad for the guy. Yeah, I, feel, I want I actually to feel, feel bad, really bad for, for Chad. I feel like I should feel bad for Chad, but oh. I'm also like, Chad, get your wits about you. Like, how did you yeah. get to the 40th floor and you don't have no wits about you? <laughs> well, he's, he uh, has no friends, so the a, idea of going out, he probably has no idea how to Peter. handle his drugs and alcohol. Yeah, if so, you go to, foolishness, like, Fountainhead. Then he's like, what's the guy's name? Was it Peter? I think so. And it was Howard Work and Peter. Howard and Rourke Peter and was just like the weasel who just took everyone's ideas and like <laughs> slowly moved up. Oh. That's, yeah, that's who Chad like Howard. Is. And then his like name is Chad. I mean, <laughs> I've never trusted a man named Chad. <laughs> They're bad news. But oh, her chat room said sad Chad. Sad Chad. Oh, he's kind Chattel of done. sad. Yeah, you just go. Well, you feel bad for him because, like, to our understanding, he's probably like just a normal mice killed. guy. Yeah, and he's you're just like killed. that sucks. I mean, his scream was just so hilarious <laughs> because it reminded me of Bob's Burgers whenever they get they yell, whenever they scream, and I was just like, I can't help but chuckle. The guy's being tortured and killed, and you're he wasn't so tortured. The bag went over his head. Being, That's all. He was just yes. being taken away. He hadn't even gotten into the quiet room yet. Total. <laughs> Off of that, but a momentary. How much did you guys love that the first guy got uh, picked up because he had food porn? porn. The images of yes. the food porn was my favorite. Part. I, that yeah. was super so funny. You yeah. thought like, that, I, that, that? I didn't. I was like, I okay. got well, it. His food is so scarce, and like, that's oh, why it's people a, can't I didn't abuse even grab it that in that part. way yeah, anymore. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. That I think or it's funny because it's so absurd that that becomes a fet like, uh, like a that's fetish, already right? a fetish. I know, but like that's a fetish that they chose, and yeah, no, I like it. It worked. 
systematically. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Oh, was there something on that? Um, ah, there you go. Uh, thank you, chat room. Interesting fact in the 1800s of the Old West women were the ones who built the town mainly uh, were prostitutes. Of some yeah, towns. they were. There's yeah. no movie yeah. about that yet, Listen, but there will be one day because okay. it's amazing. I'm all for and I'm not going to. Never mind. So I mean, I'm all for That's women like yeah. willingly and openly Engaging in sex work. See, we should start this over again. I don't believe we're talking hoes. (laughs) Oh no, no, but I think it's it's just something that like I would hope by twenty seventy four. I would hope God. Whatever. Rest further than that. I mean, it's legal in a a good amount of 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 countries around the world. Well, what I like about it is when you when you get into places where money is scarce and Mm -hmm. it becomes the haves and the have-nots, like, uh, conservative rule kind of takes over because people are scared and Mm -hmm. they want to feel protected. Yeah. So it makes sense to me that we don't advance uh, as much as, you know... Well, the whole show show is about oppression. Yes. The whole thing, whether you, you know, it's they're ruling from the top down and the more far down you are, the more... F I mean, it's, it's a very that's that's that you're right when it, when hmm. when people are afraid there there's that con- conservative mindset that kicks in and and that's it kind of perpetuates that momentum of yeah. like separating classes even mm-hmm. further apart. So there's money and then there's just everyone money else. Because yeah. Yeah. the money ultimately mm-hmm. is controlling everything. The corporation's yes. controlling everything. Even the red zone, the corporation's in charge. Yes. Yeah. You mentioned oppression that made me, I wanted to talk about the clothes. I'm like, fine, let's talk about fashion guides. Mm-hmm. And the oppression made me think of something with the clothes. I'm like, Everybody's wearing tight and uncomfortable clothing, if you didn't notice. I didn't notice. Um, in the, even in the green district? outfits are really tight. Yes. And not, like, there's no flowy dresses. I Mm-mm. mean, she's at work, but still. Um, That's And then, like, her mother kind of did it the... One of her power suit dress things mm-hmm. had the ruffle on the bottom. Mm-hmm. And then it's interesting that they have semi and semi not gotten rid of ties, that they mm-hmm. have that weird clip thing. Oh, yeah. Just the bar. Because ties mm-hmm. are the most... Serve no function... Thing at all <laughs> shirts, pants, shoes. Yes, makes it serves mm-hmm. a function, but ties are like. But it's really hoping proper, this right? show. But Chad yeah. had a tie. Chad, the Chad was on the fortieth floor, yeah, and above. So I um, think that might be maybe a thing. As you go up higher, you yeah. have to. But it, it's a neat way to also show the future with clothes. And yes, always this kind of assumption yes. that it's going to become more about just like ease with clothes in mm-hmm. terms of. Just like, will it fit and it won't get snagged on anything? I, I think that's like always been a very futuristic thing of like, it's got to be clean, solid colors. Mm-hmm. Kind of like the crazy. island. Yes, mm-hmm. yeah. exactly. <laughs> that's perfect. Yeah. yeah. So it's, it was a neat way. It's another aspect of this show being futuristic. We, sorry, we didn't mm-hmm. talk about this earlier, guys. I know we've come back to it. But yeah. it's a neat way to show a future with it's clothes that like you could wear today. Like what they wear, you go. I would wear that. That looks mm-hmm. cool. Yeah. But it's slightly different. They're like, oh. I really me. hope this sets off a trend of guys just wearing the tie bar because it's Listen. everything to me. Uh, chat room, like <laughs> chat room said the color <laughs> pins are dope. They're so dope. They're my like, yeah. one of my I favorite like it. It looks it. really cool. They're hot. All Please I've desired in my life is like, instead of casual Fridays, is three-piece suit Fridays. Really? Where it's like, if, if, You're if kidding me. a guy will wear a three-piece suit mm. on a Friday, then I will wear a nice structured dress. Like if that's or I will wear a three-piece suit because three-piece right? suits are yes. amazing. Yes, uh, and any guy should be able to wear them. But uh, that's so like, funny. I just I've always liked that. Like God, it's because yeah. we've we've gone so far from it that now it would be like. I, if you want me to get dressed up on a Friday, I'll do that, sure. Mm-hmm. Best jacket pants, <laughs> let's go. Like, let's do it. I mean, not all the time. I need my jeans. But, mm. yeah, every now and then, why not? It's good to get dressed up. Yeah. I feel it. You feel good. It's like when you get on the plane, you wear a dress, and you're like, yeah. 
I like that. Throwback. Wear my dress on the plane. Yeah. Do it. So with that, was there anything else anyone wants to touch on before we get into? Um, I'm trying to think if there's any important scenes we miss. Oh, did you want to talk about the self mutilation with Laura? Oh my gosh, yes. So we talked about how I think we maybe briefly mentioned how it'd be cool to heal yourself like that, but. You also, it's a much easier way to hide that disorder now. Mm -hmm. And um, I'm really hoping that they touch on that a little Mm -hmm. bit more. It seems like they will, um, because she's got some pretty major PTSD um, from her kidnapping. And it's clear she's not, no one is addressing these issues with her. Yeah, no, not at all. I'm just curious how much she gets triggered with that. Mm -hmm. Like, and how often. Because Mm -hmm. that one... Mm -hmm. It's almost, oh, I felt really bad for her there because it almost was like Ben kind of knew, like, hey, yeah, you want to come out? Oh, yeah, and he's definitely like, yeah. manipulated And she's like, yeah, oh, he was by the way, yeah. and then he she's knew. like, Ooh, panic attack. Yeah. And you're just like, oh. And it was such sad. a natural reaction for her to do it and then clean it up right away that yeah. it feels like it's habitual. It also yes. makes me think that therapy too. is not a thing in this future. Oh, right, oh, yeah. <laughs> I was kind yeah. of like, I see plastic surgeons. Oh, that's I the thing we didn't doctors. talk about. I don't see therapists. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, it's mental So it's all health. superficial, right? Yes. Well, yeah, yeah, because even like the, the idea of going into a quiet room, like living under in a world where you just know that if you mess up even once, like... You're done. You, you, you're done. Even if they don't kill you, you're going to yeah. be tortured. It's a smaller community now, yeah. which means everybody... It's like the royals, like the royal family. Everybody, mm-hmm. your F-ups are well-documented. Yeah. Uh, speaking of doctor, the thing we didn't touch upon, uh, we did mention the mutilation now, um, mm-hmm. but uh, the pregnancy restrictions. Oh, yes. That is a very interesting future thing to throw yeah. in there. And a character element between our two characters. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Also, <laughs> Ben's face, which he was like, we're removing the dam. And he's like, why? The goalie. Yeah. No, we're removing the goalie. goalie. Yeah, yeah. That's a much better metaphor. <laughs> Damn, Joel, get it together. Yeah. Um, yeah. So he was really excited about that, yeah? Yeah, I think that he was really looking <laughs> yeah. forward to bringing a child into this glorious world that they live in. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I, I, um, I do think that was, <laughs> that's something that, like, is, like, one of my things of, like, Seems like what we need to do is just like teach people to have less children. That's like one of my, my like my most horrible thought because it. Never mind. On that it's note, overpopulation. Uh, man. Overpopulation is an issue, well, this and that's was, one thing that I'm like. You know, you're talking about people are talking about like environment and global warming. I was like, it seems like 19 kids we're the counting. issue. Seriously, you, you know what? To figure out how to not have so many kids. On Twitter, Sci-Fi posted with the thing with incorporated the thing about mm-hmm. the pregnancy, and a couple people on Twitter are just like, "Oh my gosh, that's so horrible!" And I'm sitting there going, "Actually, it's an excellent, excellent idea. idea. <laughs> just have everybody on a form of birth control. Yes, you're probably gonna have way more unprotected sex and all that, but still." If everybody's on a form of birth control until you're like allowed to until have you're kids, approved. that'd be a fantastic But approved by idea. who? That is where we get that's into true. That's <laughs> where it gets messy. That is true. That that's is where it gets messy. messy. Yeah. That that's where it's overpopulation like, well, thing yeah. under contro- could probably yeah. get way better under control. And yeah. on that note, let's go ahead and get into predictions. <laughs> I, I've got to be careful because. After Buzz TV predictions. <laughs> oh, yeah. I've binge watched. Yes, be careful. I got guys. the um, I got the pack, so I can only talk about this. You want to go ahead and start? <laughs> I want the big bad boss dude to uh, be Dennis meeting Habert? up with huh? Dennis Habert. Which boss are you? Yeah. I'm sorry, the red zone guy. I uh, want okay. him and Terrence. Ben to have an interaction at some point. Okay, okay. that's about it. Cool. All right, I got one little one. Uh, yeah, I would like to see uh more just w- women and families, I guess. 
and and how they deal how the corporation affects their individual lives because it mm-hmm. seems like uh, if your husband works for the corporation you are in the same you are indebted in the same way that he is mm-hmm. his fate becomes mm-hmm. your fate mm-hmm. and I'll be interested to yes. see how that plans out yeah. yes I'll opt out of predictions <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, I think uh, well, I'm curious to see like what the quiet room entails yes mm-hmm. uh, I'm curious to see like how much of a power player Julia Armand is because we see yes. her walking into Arcadia where the uh, the prostitutes or, or sex slaves uh, live with Elena. Um, and then I just want to know a little bit more about about Ben. I, what I really want to know is, like, how he pulled that off. Yes. I need to do that in my life. I need to get some money. You need right? code switch. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> I code switch every day. And that is I, not getting me any more money. That's, that's <laughs> it is not, not working. So maybe ben, you should try the, the gentleman's club. Yes. Oh, no. <laughs> and on that you guys. Wrong. Thank you for watching. <laughs> Thank you so much for tuning in to the Incorporate, Incorporated, Incorporate, Incorporated After Buzz Show. I'm Adrian Snow. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Miss Adrian Snow, and that's M S A D R A and S N O W. And And my name is Carrie Lane. You can find me online at Carrie D Lane. That's K A R I D L A N E. Hey guys, I'm Joel Monique. You can follow me everywhere at Joel Monique and everywhere at blackgirlnerds.com. You're going to want to follow me on Twitter because I just got invited to Star Wars premiere. So I'll be live tweeting that and sharing all the cool information with you guys. So check it out. I'll be following you in real life. (laughs) (laughs) I'm Chris Howard. Reach me at Chris Howard Live on both Twitter and Instagram. All right, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in and we'll see you next Wednesday. Ciao. Bye. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later! The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.